Well, it's Sunday, baby, and you're here with Brothers Radio. We're back. Thanks for tuning in, folks. Another little episode. Oh, you bet. It's a Sunday morning denim jacket special. Denim jacket, got the sunglasses on because it's Sunday and the everlasting light of the Lord is brighter than ever. (laughs) (laughs) Shining brightly, brother, shining brightly. (laughs) And the Lord do say, (laughs) have peace on Sundays. Be good to your fellow men. <laughs> I have a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ray Charles over there. Hey, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, Excellent. Uh, fantastic. I, I got my, uh, my classic Jeffrey Dahmer special glasses on today, as every day. Man, those, those glasses just suit you, Gump. Ah. Uh. Yeah, because I mean, I'm kind of a creepy, murderous bastard, so it really no, just no, fits no, the no. profile. Gump, you're <laughs> not a creepy, murderous bastard. It just so happens that a lot of creepy, murderous bastards look like you. <laughs> that's that's really the inconvenience of my entire life, <laughs> is that I look like I should be, but yeah. I'm not. Yeah, It's a total, it doesn't line up. It doesn't yeah. work. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, things that could be. Yeah. Things that are and should never be. Well, shit, it's been a week since we uh, uh, did the last episode. Probably. What, what uh, sort of things have happened since yeah, then? Yeah, getting up close to two weeks here. Um, Almost. Yeah, yeah. What has, what's new? What's going on here in the well, uh, last, radio Well, last weekend, I, uh, I went to a Rebs game, Red Deer Rebels, WHL. How was that? Who, uh, was that against Wheat Kings? Yeah, it was against the Wheat Kings. I think it was game two or something in the, they have, they're doing like a playoffs thing. Right. I think it was the game two of playoffs for the Rebs. And uh, Rebels lost. Oh, but, shoot. But like you were saying, we were talking about Rebels games last time, or yep. maybe a couple episodes ago. Like, it's it's just fun hockey to watch. Because yeah, right. they're not yeah, like, yeah. they're not super technical. They're more rammy than anything. Yeah, well, and we got a DM from a listener, and it's, um, what did he say? Something along the lines of, it's not... Uh, like it's not financially driven. Like those boys yeah. are there putting their hearts in because they want to. I mean, I guess it is financially driven because they want to get into the NHL and make those big bucks. Yeah. But it's like you put in the work because you want your skill level to yeah. be noticed. Exactly. And it's it's just a. I, I like it. It's just a different feel. It's a different feel. Yeah. And it's, like those that that game no, I watched. It's no worse or better than NHL games. I would say, but. The experience when you're there in the in the arena watching a WHL game, it's it's a lighter feeling. Yeah, like yeah. It's just a feels like you're watching watching the boys. Yeah. Rather than you know watching a a hockey. Yeah, game watching a way. bunch of guys making millions of dollars. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Like I noticed. Well, I was watching. Um, uh, I think it was Winnipeg versus Calgary the other night. It just caught it in the bar. Caught the last period, and like I just noticed right away that these guys are way more technical like nhl players are technical players and they're not there's not nearly the same amount of scrappiness yeah they're not scrappy like the whl players are well and they're they're a little older so they're a little older and they got well that you know they're they're resting on their laurels so to speak they're they made it they're in the nhl yeah yeah so what the fuck do they care yeah they're they're getting paid where do they go from there yeah that's true you don't have they don't quite have the fire you do they don't have have the fire because watching that 19 year old watching that rebs game like well, both teams were just fucking man. They if if there wasn't refs there, those boys would have killed each other. They oh, were yeah. fucking wanting to fight oh, every yeah. five seconds. Oh yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun. 
Yeah, guys just getting flung into the boards, like just <clears throat> scrappy, just scrappy. Like in, and you see that in NHL games, guys getting checked and everything, but yeah. not like, not like I saw there. Like the, everyone was getting fucking beat up that night, just chucked against the boards and tripped and just scrappy bullshit constantly. It was yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah, I love a good Rebels game. Yeah. Only been to two now, but they're a lot of fun. Mm. A lot of fun. And then, and, uh, what is it, Westerner Park there in Red Deer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I find it to be a little nicer venue than than uh, the Saddle Dome. Really? Yeah. Well, it you just prefer? it's. I mean, it's smaller, but I mean, there's going to be less people because it's a smaller game. Yeah. You know, it's not as important, so that's nice. You don't have to deal with the lineups and and it's just a a newer, nicer venue. Like the that's true. Bathrooms are well, they're nicer than the and easier to get to, and everything's spacious. It flows better. The people can fl- like it takes five minutes to get out of the stadium where. Uh, the saddle dome feels like you're in there for a half an hour when you're trying to leave. Yeah. So many people trying to funnel out of there. It's just, it's, that's an annoying part. Yeah, but absolutely. Not a big people person, you know? Yeah. Big crowds. Crowds. crowds not a fan of crowds. So it's, yeah. that's nicer. And it's, you know, a little smaller town feel. A little smaller town feel. I, yeah, I, I get you. Know, you. Although that being said, I, I did lose my car in the parking lot. I parked like a fair good ways away from the from the arena <coughs> but when we were walking out people were already getting in the cars and driving out and it yep. was chaos right well my fucking car got boxed in all four sides yeah so i couldn't see it <laughs> so I'm like where the fuck is my car so i walked by it like three four times couldn't find my goddamn car <laughs> did you hit panic you should hit the panic button well yeah but it, well it wasn't panicking yet <laughs> yeah i was unconcerned i wasn't that i was panic. gonna find it eventually <laughs> i wasn't worried <laughs> Uh, when you when i hit the panic button it makes me panic yeah exactly so you I, have to be in order to hit the panic button you have to be in a panic exactly state. exactly i don't and hitting it if if you're not panicked already it puts you in a panic exactly i don't exactly. like it i don't like being the guy whose car is beeping out in the parking lot that that's just a that's a shit yeah. place to be i hate that position. that's a shit sandwich right there. yeah so, hey who's fucking hyundai is who hit the panic button? Which one of you retards <laughs> hit the panic button? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, look at this guy. Look at this loser. What a fucking retard. <laughs> he was in a panic because he couldn't find his car. What an idiot. Yeah. What a moron. Can't find his car. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. I'm just going for a walk. Yeah, that's right. I'm just wandering around a parking lot. Yeah. Leave me alone. Exactly. Yeah, so that's that's new. Yep. What's new with me? Oh, nothing really. <laughs> Same old, same old. Same old, same old. Been working on a, working on a project. We're building a new barn. Mm, right. So I got uh, two thirds of the footings done. Going to finish it up tomorrow. Hopefully, it's going to be a long day, but mm. get her done. Yep. Other than that, been hanging out. Hanging out. Come home. Eat supper. Jerk off. Go to bed. <laughs> exactly. That's about it. Fantastic. That's that is life. <coughs> There's a, we got rain. We're finally getting rain again. A little drizzle. A little drizzle. It was fucking raining uh, yesterday afternoon for about five minutes. Yep. And then uh, a couple days before that, when was it? Wednesday? Yeah, it was pouring rain all night. Had a nice little drizzle, just dampened everything up. Oh, it's fantastic. And it's just like you said, you were talking about how, like this was probably a couple months ago, about how the old boys, some old farmers told you that if you get heavy fogs in like end of February, early March... Well, or even January. No, it doesn't matter when you get the heavy fogs, but 90 days after a fog, which I it should be June 1st is when it 
it's supposed to actually rain. Right. That's 90 days after the fogs. Right. Because we had foggy days March 1st. March. That real fog, like heavy fogs. March, April, June. Yeah. So June 1st, we should be getting good heavy rains, according to the old boys. Right. Well, it's already starting to happen in May. Like it's, it's already shaping up to be a wetter year. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely wetter than last year. It was dry as a motherfucker. Oh my God. Practically a desert out here. 40 degrees, no rain for like two months. Yeah. It's just fucked. Doesn't affect me none. Air conditioning still works. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever. I actually had to turn my AC on this week, getting my pickup after a day's work and things, it's a black Ford, so of course it's going to get pretty warm during the day. Yeah. So even a 15, 18 degree day, it gets pretty hot in a black pickup. Yeah. AC seats work. Sticking to the leather, sticking to the leather seats. Oh yeah, it has the AC seats, so you don't stick to them. But I actually had to turn my AC on, had to hit the AC button and get some cooling action going. Mm. Yeah, I had to do that too on one of those, I don't know, maybe it's Friday. No. It's hot. It's it was hot. It was a it was a roaster. I'll never say it's hot. It was warm. It was warm. I don't like people that they're during the winter they're all bundled up. Oh, it's so cold. And I can't wait for summer. And then they bitch and complain about the heat in the summer. It's like shut the fuck up. Yeah. I f- get the fuck away from me. I uh, I hate people that live in Alberta year round and then bitch about the heat in the summer. Like get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Go live in none of it then. Yeah. Why don't you move to fucking Yellowknife? It would soak your head in the fucking Great Bear Lake or whatever. I will never... It can be plus 40 outside, and I'm like, whew, sure, I'm sweating out here, right? I'll never be like, oh, it's too hot. I can't wait out, for eh? winter. I'll never fucking say that. I don't know. I, uh, I'm i kind of the opposite. You're a little more cold-blooded than me. I yeah. Think. You I, like the warm weather. I like it warm. A little more I'm lizard-like. I, I think Arizona would be the place to be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like up kind of more into the mountains or like on the flat, you know, because like, there's like Arizona in the mountains area gets pretty cold. Well, I think kind of halfway in between, like I'd like, you know, if I had a, had a place to live in Arizona, I'd like it to be warm year round, but I like to be able to kick it out, and run up to the mountains and see some snow. Once. Exactly. Exactly. I'm still Canadian after all. Yeah. Still want to go skidooing. Exactly. You can't go ditch banging in the sand. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you probably could. But. Well, I'd love to, if I lived in Arizona, I'd have a have a pre-runner, like an old mid-90s Ford pickup that I turned into a pre-runner. Yeah. Just that go would bombing be the, around sand dunes. That'd be shit. the move. That'd be so much fun. Oh, yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. No, I, I uh, as far as my inclination goes to weather, I like uh, 15 degree and... Uh, yeah, 15 degrees, no wind. Well, no wind that. at any temperature is it's the way to go. I yeah. fucking hate wind. Wind sucks. But uh, I like a lot of people obviously complain about my negative 40. I don't mind it because then it's just a good excuse not to go outside. Exactly. It's a good excuse to <laughs> be pod, lazy. <laughs> you know, be in the warm studio here and podcast. Exactly. It's like, oh, well, nothing better to do. You go outside for two minutes, your fucking lungs hurt. <laughs> yeah, breathing is a is a yeah. exercise. Yeah. yeah, so you have to wear something over your mouth just just to slow down the air yeah, coming in, so the, you can warm it up before it goes into your lungs. Exactly. Fuck. But then plus forty, I uh, I uh, don't really like it either. Yeah, I can I I prefer plus forty over minus forty, but I don't really like plus forty unless there's a body of water nearby. I hate it because if you're just sitting there. Plus 40, no way to cool yourself down, except drinking. Then you, ah, oh, that's the worst. There's, uh, I disagree. That plus 35 to plus 40 is like 
when you're really sweating and you're drinking gallons of water, it's like, oh. In those moments, I force myself to think about cold days. <laughs> I'm like, Aubrey, don't say it. Do not say that it's hot out here. <laughs> Do not. Do not say it. I don't need it. I don't need it. I need it! <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, what else? What else? Oh, yeah. So, I've been binge-watching The Sopranos. Yeah, like, how's that going for oh, you? Oh, man, it's so good. See, I never watched any of it. I, all I knew was the one guy's name was Tone. Everyone called him Tone. Hey, Tone, what the fuck's going on? Tony Soprano. Tony Soprano here. So, anyway, it's really good. I'm on the season three now. Mm-hmm. Just started season oh, three. Oh, shit. <laughs> I fucking... I binge, I'm telling you, I'm binge-watching. <laughs> going off, but, son. But what, I, what I'm noticing is that I don't think it, it was a show meant to be binge-watched because... The characters, all they do is scream at each other. <laughs> everybody hates everybody in that fucking show. Well, so if you, well, but that's it. Exactly it. It's like if, if you were watching this while it aired back in like 2000, then, uh, uh, you know, you'd have a week, a week's time to uh, prepare for the fucking screaming that Tony and Carmela do for the whole episode. <laughs> but if you watch it back to back, it's just fucking it just ends up being three hours of watching italian people scream at each other yeah you're just getting a warped <laughs> perception of how italian people talk to each well, other well no no it's actually the true perception <laughs> <laughs> see when the show originally aired it had space in between to let you rest from that ah, but it's, see okay, in the real okay. italian world the, it, the pain never stops yeah it's just screaming all the time oh it's it's just fantastic though so come out what the fuck you stupid bitch <laughs> <laughs> so good and like the best part about that show is that they all have these retarded nicknames. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Like, the, the like I think my favorite is uh, Polly Walnuts. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Polly Walnuts Gultieri. That's hilarious. Hey, Polly! Hey, don't! Fuck, I don't know why they call him Walnuts. Probably just <clears throat> he likes walnuts. Big walnut guy. Yeah. And then there's a guy. His name is, his, his name is fucking Sal Big Pussy Bon Pensero. <laughs> and they just call him Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> They call him fucking, yeah, Uncle Puss. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, fucking Tony's kids call him Uncle Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So, I, like, there's all these dumb names. I have this premonition that some at some point here in the next couple seasons, some minor character is going to show up, and they just call him, like, Bobby the Fag or something. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking, hey, that's Roberto Fagliano. It's Bobby the Fag. <laughs> exactly. Johnny the Retard <clears throat> Retardo. <laughs> what, uh, was there a series kind of equal to Sopranos before the Sopranos. Mm. You know what I mean? Not really. Like they kind of pretty we, much a, we were talking about this how it kind of paved the way for, for dark for dark character uh analyses. Yeah. There would yeah, actually well, you think about um all those shows on AMC about uh you know, like Breaking Bad, Breaking uh, Bad Sons of Anarchy, Anarchy. Uh, Hell on Wheels, I heard, is pretty dark as well. Okay, and then even uh, even Hel- like Hel- Walking Dead, in a way. Yeah, yeah. Like, those shows wouldn't exist if The Sopranos didn't exist, because before that, your main character of the show, though he had flaws, was still a good guy. Mm-hmm. Tony Soprano is the biggest asshole on planet Earth. Yeah. He's a fuck. And a, a murderous a asshole. A murderer and a fucking, he scronks Russian women on the side. Yeah. Treats his wife like <laughs> shit. But, he, I mean, he's got a good heart deep down, but he's just all fucked up, right? Yeah. He's, he's, he's a, got, at, at, at his core, he's a family man. And that's the same with Sons of Anarchy. Like, Jax Teller killed 
well, I don't want to, you know, spoiler alert, but he kills, I don't know, Ron uncountable Perlman. amount of people in that show. Yet your heart just, you just love him as a character because he's like, deep down, he's like trying to be a good man. Trying, but, but yeah, he just like, can't. The but life just he's so in, fucked up. Exactly. Yeah. He's surrounded by so much bullshit. Yeah. But he's just trying to be a good man and it just develops that relationship well then it's like oh, then it's like this so constant conflict of like well is he a good guy yeah, yeah. Is he, you know because he does what good really things. makes a good guy yeah because he'll do good things and then all of a sudden he'll just end up killing two people or shooting them in the face it's yeah. like oh fuck i was just starting to like him and now yeah. he's killing people again yeah yeah absolutely i mean i think uh brian cranston who played walter white he said that there would be no walter white if there was no tony soprano um so Yep. So I don't know if there was really anything before that that could be that that it maybe drew inspiration from. I'm sure there is. Well, I guess movies. Yeah. Well, exactly. It would have been yeah the the mobster movies. Yeah, but this Big I guess would be the first uh, TV series over a stretch of like eight one. So it released in seven uh, seasons. Ninety nine, early January of ninety nine. Yeah. And played till June of two thousand seven. So. Yeah. So it's it's um six and well eight years six seasons. Um, but like season six is like two seasons worth. Right. Right. So it was a long, it was long, a long season. Yeah. Like it was split into two parts. Right. So, <coughs> but yeah, it's, so uh, they developed that character over years. Absolutely. Yeah. Like in, in sort of the classic mobster movies, you know, Godfather and maybe Goodfellas, that sort of shit. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a character study of these guys, but, uh, it's so compressed that, it's it's not really the focal point in a yeah, way. Yeah. What the focal point of it is uh is more just the the lifestyle, the the feel of like what it's like to be an Italian mobster. Yeah. You know. So th- this is I mean this show sort of breaks with the tradition of those mobster films. Yeah. Cuz it's like well like the the main premise of the show is Tony Soprano's having all kinds of like he's fainting and shit cuz he has anxiety attacks. Yeah. So he goes to see a shrink and that's like one of the focal points of the show is that it it's uh it's actually studying his psyche yeah whereas in the mobster films from before it's like these guys who are fucked up they're just fucked up yeah they're just bad men they're just bad and that's how you perceive them but in sopranos you know it's like why is he fucked up well his mother tried to have him killed like that sort of shit yeah yeah huh interesting i'm gonna have to give it a watch I've yeah. never watched it, but... Oh, it's, it's so fucking good. There's just... I fucking love the, just the the nicknames and stuff. Hey, I was like, hey, Al! I, like, there's probably going to be... Yeah, like a guy named <laughs> fucking Johnny the Retard Down Syndrome Manny or something. <laughs> 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 fucking Al Cocksucker Fellatio. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, there's just going to be guys coming out with the dumbest nicknames. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know what also really rocks about that show? It's because it's because it's from this era, like or at least the early part of it is you know started in nineteen ninety nine. There's just like ninety Chev half tons everywhere. Yeah, and and Tony Soprano drives a, a fucking ninety nine. That's right, uh, he... ruby red uh, suburban Chevy suburban with a bull bar on the front. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's a big fucking gas guzzling unit. Hold on, I'll search it up, Tony. Soprano. Yeah, it, it actually they sold that exact vehicle on the uh, on the Barrett Jackson apparently. Okay. I don't know what it's sold for, but <laughs> yeah, there, that's the one. Then, okay. uh, scroll down a sec. Okay. Scrolling. There, BarrettJackson.com. Oh shit. Okay. I don't know when it's sold, but oh yeah. It... Uh, show details. And just, just visit, visit website. Go down. 
yeah it's i it did this to me too i was actually looking at this like a hour ago um for some reason oh uh, never mind it's being fucking gay for some reason the connection isn't uh private i don't know it's the barrett jackson website so i don't know well let's here's another here's another we'll we'll look i'm curious what they sold it for i i bet they got like fucking probably three hundred thousand dollars you think so yeah it's a 99 chevy suburban it's it's yeah it's a burgundy yeah that classic carmine carmine red hmm how much did they sell it for let's see it's not saying yet maybe it never sold Hmm. maybe it's still up maybe uh the guy's asking like millions of dollars yeah that's a good look this is from 2013 after all but i wonder if here if we pull it up it might if you google price it might come up with that tony soprano radiator gump suburban Yeah, so 119,000. Oh, so 120 grand American for that thing. Yeah. In, wow. in 2013. Yeah. That's insane. Oh, that's his Escalade. Oh. Oh, so he has an Escalade in the later se- season? I guess, yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen that. Oh, this is his, es- his 2003 Escalade that sold for. Wow. Huh. Interesting. It's not saying the old Suburban, though. Whatever. Oh, here. Oh, right here. In 2013. Yeah. A 99. Chevy Suburban that appeared in the show during the first four seasons sold for a hundred and ten thousand. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot I thought it'd be more. Old. I thought it'd be more just because that show was so popular. <coughs> well, it's still a '99 Suburban. Yeah, but it's a, it's a good, clean-looking vehicle. Yeah, but <laughs> driven by a, here's, a fake here's, monster. Here's the thing: you could spend, you could go to the states right now, find that exact same Suburban. For twenty thousand, get a black bull bar for a thousand, and there you go, sold. Yeah, but but did Tony, did the fake Tony Soprano, the fake? Well, oh, that's what I mean. That's did why he sweat inside of no, it. No, that's why I went for 100, 120, But you're not going to yeah. get more than that. Nobody, like, it's a fine balance between. Yeah, it's famous because it was in the TV series, but it's still a '99 Suburban. Like, if right. it was like a, like if he drove around in like a '64 Lincoln Continental yeah. with like the suicide doors, oh, that thing would be worth like two hundred fifty. Yeah, or a, fi- a '56 Thunderbird, exactly. Yeah, but, convertible Thunderbird. Something yeah, like so that. you can only get you could rebuild or uh, build a, a copy of that thing for you know twenty five thousand dollars. I'm just trying to think how much money I can. Uh, well, you could scrape up. Technically, <laughs> you could build one for way, way, way fucking cheaper. But, but it might. It would going to be rusty. For yeah. Sure. Oh yeah, it's not going to be in the best shape. That's all right. You know, you could do it for five grand if you wanted. But if you wanted a super clean one with zero miles on it, or do a frame off and clean, you know, do a real nice job, you could probably do it for twenty or twenty-five. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, like I just love that show too. There's also a lot of um like mid to late 90s uh, Cadillacs. Yeah. And I like some people don't like the look of them. I think they're kind of neat. They're still pretty pretty square. They they they're were still looking, square. They looked I think they look pretty good. Like the the Coupe de Ville mm-hmm. from that era. Oh, like yeah, and it still has looking. the the wheel well skirts. Yeah. Right? The wheels are still like inside yeah, the body. Yeah, Cad- Caddy still had those uh those fender skirts. Yeah, it looks. It just looks good. I like it. Since we're on the topic of cars, Gump, I did I show you this uh, this concept car, this Genesis electric concept car, a Hyundai Genesis. Yeah, so it's a Genesis X Speedium Coupe concept. Okay, it's an all electric car, and God damn, it looks good. 
So that's the front of it. It kind of looks like an Aston Martin, honestly. A little bit, yeah. Has that look, especially from the back. Good. It's got a big. It, there's a, need a, a big V picture. on the front. Means vagina. Here's a side view. Ooh, that's okay. a good looking car. It's it's uh, looking at the the rear end like it's it's like a hatchback kind of thing, isn't it? Well, more, it more of a fastback, like a fastback. Look. Yeah, super good looking car, but I'm sure they'll never produce it. Being yeah, a concept not. car, but holy shit, is that a good looking car? I think it looks pretty good. Because we were the last EV we were looking at is that that Chevy pickup that looked like an Avalanche. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Twenty twenty three Chevy, uh, fifteen hundred all electric or whatever the fuck we're looking at. It looked like a yeah, it looked like an Avalanche. Looked like an Avalanche, but gayer. Actually, yeah, it was just hideous. Hmm. But yeah, if yeah, anybody. Wants to take a look at this. It's a Genesis X Speedium Coupe concept. Check it out. It's it's fucking wild. I think it looks good. Good looking car. Super good looking car. That's like a, it looks like some James Bond might drive. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn, those Koreans, they're some industrious little fellows. <laughs> <laughs> right? Gen, that's, that's Hyundai. That's Genesis, right? Uh, yes. But I believe... It's a subsidiary of Hyundai. Yeah, it's its own thing now. Like, it used to be the Hyundai Genesis. Now it's kind of like... Well, it's its own brand. It's just Genesis now. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've yeah. seen a couple of them around. I always Pretty thought sure. it was... I thought it was a uh, a split off from Toyota or something like that. But no, it's, it's Hyundai. Yeah, it? yeah. Which, ugh, probably owned by Toyota. I have no fucking idea. No, well, Hyundai is Korean. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Genesis car brands. Uh, who make who make it to Genesis? <laughs> Genesis Motor from Korean, yeah. But even Genesis, they've been some good looking cars for like the past ten years. They've had some good looking yeah, cars. Yeah, I I enjoy the look. I think they look very good. And same with uh, Lexus has good looking cars too, mm. which is which is Toyota, isn't it? Yeah, Lexus is is uh, Toyota owned. But it's manufactured brand. in the states, oh. I believe, or something like that. Like it's part, it's part ownership between Japanese and American businessmen. Businessmen, I believe. Oh, okay, interesting. Let's 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 look that up. Hold on, let's look up Lexus. What is what is Lexus? Who owns Lexus? Uh, Lexus, or in Japanese, Rekusasu. <laughs> That's what they call it. <laughs> is a luxury vehicle division of the Japanese automaker Toyota. Um, uh, created around the same time as Japanese rivals Honda and Nissan, creating Acura and Infiniti, which is like the luxury yep, versions yep. of those cars. Yep. Uh, Lexus originated from a corporate project uh, to develop a new premium sedan codenamed F1, which began in 83 and culminated in the launch of the Lexus LS in 89. Subsequently, the division added sedan, coupe, convertible, and SUV models. Um, so I, I was under the impression that, uh, it was a mostly, like it, it had American involvement anyway. I guess uh, it started in Japan, obviously, but its largest market is the United States mm. this year. So yeah, anytime I see a Lexus, it's, it's always like a Somalian guy driving it. He's <laughs> like the blackest guy I've ever seen. Oh yeah. I've never seen a white guy driving a, like a late 90s mid early 2000s lexus yeah always oh, a black guy oh yeah well yeah i mean it's a lexus <laughs> that's like uh like middle eastern men 
are only allowed to drive white BMWs. <laughs> like there's you. That's all you drive. That's all yeah, you got. That's all you're allowed. You to go drive. to the dealership. You go. How, how many white BMWs you got? And they got three options. All right. Yeah, I'll take all of them. Yeah. Fucking Persian dudes love driving BMWs. <laughs> cool. Yeah. But yeah. Fantastic. Love this car. What other uh, what other electric vehicles are coming out? Because isn't the the Hummers coming back as an EV? Is it? I, well, there was talk of it anyway. Oh shit! No, that I didn't GM is going to bring the Hummer EV. Interesting. It it's uh yeah reserve your GMC Hummer EV truck. Already estimated S MSRP is uh hundred ten thousand dollars. Oh fuck! It looks here's a picture. It looks like the new. Uh, Bronco. Kind of. Kind of has a Bronco look. Yeah. And I don't really like it, if I'm honest. It's too, uh, it looks like it. someone uh, took a bike bicycle pump and uh, gave it one good pump, and the, the body panels went, yeah. bubbled out like that. Exactly. Not the best look. And it's not, I don't hate it, but... It still looks like a Hummer. Yeah, yeah. It still has that Hummer look. But they kind of rounded some of the edges, rounded some of the edges, and they, looks, it looks like those new... Uh, Jeep, uh, what are the trucks? Like the, the, uh, uh, no, what the fuck? Apache or whatever? No, no. Renic, no, Comanche is the old one. What do they fucking call them, the new ones? Oh, uh, shit. R- Wrangler pickup. <laughs> what the fuck do they call it? God damn it. Hold on here. Hold on. Jeep. Is there any Jeep pickup. listeners out there? We're, what do they call that shit? We're sorry. Gladiator. Gladiator. That doesn't make it. any sense. Why are they? Apache. <laughs> what I want to know is why the fuck do they God call it, it Gladiator? Like everything in the Jeep universe has always been like a native tribe yeah you had the comanche you had the cherokee well wrangler isn't a tribe okay never mind <laughs> yeah that, was a, that was a white tribe that was a white that, that was, was an all-white tribe <laughs> the rustlers <laughs> well there were some native the, the renegades sure. i'm sure there was some had, native wranglers yeah the jeep renegade um some cow wranglers well i think they're like, just you know running I mean? out of names really well, well you kidding there's tribes all over the place the fucking um uh pontiac aztec <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, you yeah. could just do that shit or you could the call ute. it yeah a jeep sue well they should call it a jeep ute like the the Paiute people yeah yeah call it a ute and then you'd, they'd sell hundreds of millions of them in australia that's true that's because it's not only is it a fucking jeep ute it's a fucking ute <laughs> fucking throw it in the family ute mate morty i've been turned into the family ute <laughs> Gentlemen, I must admit the last few weeks have been a little bit stressful for me, but when yous kills me and my soul went into the family ute, I feel like it's the dawn of a new day. <laughs> I'm Ute Uncle Barry. <laughs> few people have no idea what I'm talking about. Search up Bush World Adventures. <laughs> Dude, it's a, it's a fun it, listen. It's a fucking trip. Anyway. Do you think they'll make an electric Jeep? Oh, yeah, for sure. Wait. <sighs> So our our cousin bought a Jeep he's Gladiator. Got a, yeah, he's got a Gladiator, but he was smart about it. He uh, put big dummy tires on it and yeah. uh, put every uh, wide rims, big tires, and, all the options. Well, then every every modification to the looks that you can buy. See, different I, different uh, 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 taillights, different uh, headlights. I think. Color matched a bunch of shit. Yeah. So I hate the f- you know when they first came out, I hated those things. I was like. It's just a Jeep with a box on it. That's yeah. a stupid idea. Well, but they look so long if you thin. dump a bunch of money into it and buy a bunch of parts for it, they look sweet. They look fantastic. It's yeah. just like a few modifications. Somehow, it makes it look less uh, 
like a sperm. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I don't know. When I see one of those, run, roll, like when they first came out, when I see one rolling down the number two one time, I was like, that thing, it's long. It looks like a sperm. Like it has a main part and then a long tail coming off of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks, looks retarded. Goofy. But if you put big dummy tires on it, then it looks really good because yeah, yeah. it, it widens it out a bit. Well, and he bought the diesel as well. Oh, exactly. And he, uh, yeah. he put a um, put a little tune on it and something to do with... Uh, Something to do with the that involves the throttle response. I forget what he called it, but anyway, it goes. Oh, like yeah, it, yeah, because it it's, pepped it up big time. Yes, it shortened the. Uh, I guess there was a bit of a delay between your your pedal and and yeah your your uh, ECU or whatever. Yeah, so yeah, there was some delay in there, so you can program it to be. So you have like uh, instant throttle response. Yeah, exactly. Way better throttle response. So it's, it's pretty snappy. Yeah, goes pretty good, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I uh, it does look good. I don't know if Craig is a listener on this show, but I raced his Duramax yesterday in my pickup. He just kicked his ass. Oh well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's probably he's probably like a thousand pounds lighter than that thing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably the same horse too. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, well, those EcoBoosts are actually pretty sweet. Yeah, like, I, I, but not like power. I disrespected his truck. <laughs> like, it wasn't just, just left like him in the dust. I, it, it well, was, did he know he was racing you? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, well, he was ahead of me. He was ahead of me, like I we were leaving Acme. He was in front of me, and he uh, started gassing on it. I was like, "Oh, I can let's see if I can up. pass him." I just, I full on just left him in the dust. Oh, fantastic! Poor little guy. He was offended. <laughs> Told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the way she goes. The though. cost of driving a Duramax. <laughs> it's not fast. It's got pulling power, but it's not fast. Yeah, exactly. Oh well, you can't have a fast diesel. Not really. <clears throat> well, you can. They're it's definitely expensive. It's expensive you, to do that. If you want, like, you could spend thirty thousand bucks, buy a tuner for it, and you can race and beat a lot of things, like yeah. a lot of vehicles. The problem is, is it, it's just not. I don't think it's uh, cost effective oh, because no, diesel just, engines, because they ha- they need so much higher compression. Uh, if you tune your diesel engine and just uh, you know smoke tires off for months uh you're gonna you're gonna fuck something up oh yeah oh yeah like that's and that's the issue where you can have cheap you know like a uh and you know vortex yeah five nine vortex or no five seven yeah whatever the whatever you have a vortex those things are cheap you can pick them up at a uh a drunkers oh yeah for like 1500 bucks a chevy gas job is bang for your buck yeah like it's just cheap power it's fairly reliable Throw a hundred shot, hundred fifty shot of nitrous on it. Yeah, well, yeah, did. we were watching a uh, fucking power block or whatever the other. Uh, <laughs> That's the other right. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they took a, a Junker <coughs> LS, um, and they they put aftermarket air intake on it, but everything else was was uh, standard. Yeah, they Sta- went with oh, like and a hot. The, I think they maybe put a hot cam in it. Yeah, a different. No, was it the yeah, same cam? I think it was a factory cam, factory heads. They just put on a. Like a bang for your buck fuel injection. Yep. On top of it. And a good and then, air. And yeah, then a 150 intake. shot of nitrous. And I think the thing made like almost 600 horse. Yeah. It was like 580 horsepower. Yeah. Like, and it was and it, in in total, it cost them like less than $4,000 to yeah. build this thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For like almost, almost 600 horsepower. They just, they just freshened it up. They tore it all apart. Yeah. Honed the cylinders. It, new rings, new bearings. That, no factory bearings, I think. Yeah. But. Yeah, put a hundred fifty shot of nitrous on it, and it made like almost six hundred horse. Yeah, 
It was awesome. Which is just awesome. It's like, okay, so you could either do that for super cheap or you could, uh, you know, spend 30 grand and, you know, make the same horsepower out of a, yeah. a Cummins or something. But or you, then, you, then you need a good transmission behind it. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, a, the 4L80, the big truck transmission are pretty, they're pretty stocky. That's yep. a go-to transmission. They can take a lot of abuse. Yeah. Well, they're quite heavy. Mm. But, yep. Huh. Oh, the other day, actually, just still talking about cars All right. before we jump onto something else here. Um, so I was in, I was on 17th Ave on Friday night and there was a, it was a 1970 Charger, uh, parked right in front of Jameson's pub. And it, uh, so I walk out and the thing's rumbling away and I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Right. So I give the guy a thumbs up and he just fucking just revs the thing, just redlines it right there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that it, it had the, uh, the, um, Wow, what's the? It was a Hemi that they would put in, uh, in in all of their like race well, cars. At you that could time. get those different Mopar. options. You could get like there was different sizes of Hemi. What, in what those was days. it? What was it? Uh, it's a seventy char- charger. And it, did it say Hemi on the side? Yeah. Oh, then it would have been a four twenty six. Yep. I'm guessing sure. it probably was that. Because I think the options you could get in a Charger, you could get a three eighty three. Yeah. And then you could get a 426 Hemi or you could get a 440. That wasn't a Hemi. That was just a big That was block. just a big cocksucker of an engine. It was the Hemi. It was the 426. 426. Yeah. Which uh, I'm pretty sure it's a 426. Yeah. So that's, yeah, anyway, this, and it was orange like the General Lee, but it uh, didn't have the Confederate flag didn't on the roof. Didn't have the bullshit on it. Yeah. Probably, probably getting a little flack for saying bullshit, but I'm not a fan of the. I mean, I love the General Lee. I love the. But that's like all show, you ever see. But I wouldn't own a General Lee. I'd no. rather just own a. Was it a '69 Charger or a '70 Charger? I thought it was a '68. Hold on, what Shit. year is the General Lee? Uh, I thought it was a '68. Oh, it is a '69. You're right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The the problem with um. Like that is, I remember going to car shows as a kid. Yep. You go to like all over the place, right? And there would just be tons of General Lees. Yep. Like everyone would just make clones of it. Yeah, yeah. Which is like, okay, like it's cool, but it, it <coughs> you don't have to, you know, if you own a 69 Charger, it doesn't have to be a General Lee. You can do something new and exciting with it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm just, I wouldn't have one. No. But yeah, uh, anyway, the Hemi was, yeah, a 426. 426, yeah. So it was, that's what was in this guy. Anyway, so I walk out and he, give him the thumbs up. He just wraps the thing out. That's awesome. Ah! And then he just peels out of there. <laughs> screaming tires. And, and where was this, Airdrie? This is on 17th Ave in Calgary. Oh, in Calgary, that's badass. <laughs> just fucking peels out. I'm like, <coughs> rock on. That's, that's sweet. I'm like, Mopar yeah. or no car, buddy. I love that shit. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, I'd love to. I would love to get the chance to drive like a '69 Charger with like a with a four speed. Oh, that'd be so sweet. That'd be so cool. Muncie four speed in there. Yeah, sweet. Slamming gears and sucking off queers. Yeah, and blowing dudes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it has that big bench seat in there, you know. Oh, that's right. So I can blow dudes, <laughs> blow mad, blow black stop dudes. signs, and blow mad black dudes. <laughs> Where we're going, we don't need stop signs. Yeah, we can carry huge loads in this car, <laughs> sucking mad load. Yeah, moonshine, right? They use that as a moonshine runner in, oh, the, right. in the general, uh, what was that show? Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mad black dudes, sucking <laughs> off mad black dudes <laughs> in the general Lee. Oh, way down in the land of traitors, rattlesnakes and alligators, right away, right away, right away from Dixie. 
Yeah. So, we were, we were going to talk about this today. The only reason I was looking at this, so um, I was looking at a list of large vo- uh, volcano eruptions. Yes. And the only reason I was looking at it, I was like, when was the last time we had a massive, you know, eruption? Right. Well, there was that I one was like, in I think we're Tonga. Due, we got to be due for one. Well, there was that one recently, the fucking Hunga Tonga eruption. But it wasn't that big. It was it, pretty, it wasn't, no, not... Not uh, compared to ones we've had in the last, like, 50 years. Like, what was... It was pretty big. <coughs> like, here, I'll sh- let me look up the Hunga Tonga. Hunga Tonga eruption. It was fairly big. Because we had Mount St. Helens in 1980 was a big eruption, wasn't it? Uh, that was huge, yeah. It, it, they estimate that, like, that uh, cooled off the earth a little bit, probably by about 0.2 degrees. Oh, wow. Um, there was, like, ash landing out here when that happens. Like, I remember people saying when that happened they could <coughs> you could wipe ash off of your windows and of right. your car right it just it was collecting everywhere hmm. um uh will a big eruption affect like like wouldn't that create a lot of static in the air would um, that affect our our modern electronics no not necessarily it, what it does is it it would affect your air, um airlines you can't fly planes in that at all right um right. Oh, so remember in that right. there was that iceland uh, eruption in like 2011 or something like that. I can't, it's got some ridiculous Jorgis Burgish name because they're fucking Icelanders. Yeah, yeah, so it's like Hjörgendingadorgen yeah. volcano. So <laughs> um, when that one exploded, it actually, it delayed flights from North America to Europe for like a month. Right. Because they they could not fly through it because of the static. Right. It would it fucks with the instruments. <laughs> um, the, the ash gets into the engines and yeah. gums them up, I guess. Hey, not kind of the same thing, but do you remember that that TV show on Discovery Channel about uh, investigating airplane crashes? Oh yeah, Mayday. Mayday. Uh, I believe one of the episodes was a was an airplane that went through a bunch of volcanic um, ash. Yeah, through an ash cloud, and there was like, well, they called it Saint Elmo's fire. Was uh, was collecting on the wings like there's this blue lightning that would right, zap right. off the wings because of all the static electricity of that thing smashing into the ash cloud right um so yeah like they can't when when one of those things goes off it it seriously affects uh, air travel right um i don't think it affects telecommunications in any way um especially because most like the internet things like that it's all fiber optic cables that's right it's in the ground it's under yeah on the ocean or underground so but still we have to go from we have to use satellites to go from continent to continent right and i don't think well no from continent to continent we use we use fiber optic cable yeah there's uh, underneath the like uh, the atlantic the north atlantic yeah there's cable really there's fiber optic cable it goes from new york to london oh shit i didn't know that yeah no they they laid down those like telegraph cables in like the 1890s oh shit i didn't know that yeah they've been doing that for a long time oh okay yeah so the and that totally re- makes sense though. Yeah, yeah. I, I should have guessed that. Yeah, that's no, very interesting. Um, so I don't think an ash cloud would affect <coughs> that. Uh, it would affect. So I think some satellite stuff. Well, would let's be go affected. back to that. So it's laying on the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, there's fiber optic cable that it, it, there's like hundreds and hundreds of miles of fiber optic cable between between North America and uh, and Britain. And then from Britain, there's fiber optic cable that goes across the English Channel to France and Belgium and other places. Oh. And that's how, that's basically how the two halves of the world are connected. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Huh. Well, there we go. A little fact for the day. Yeah. 
if you can, if, you know, the people that are listening. That's a good. That's a good fucking. That's a fact fucking cool fact. fact. And the reason they do that and not satellites is because there's a lot of fear over solar flares yeah. affecting satellite communication. Well, and the Russians fucking shooting our satellites out of the sky. Yeah, brother. Exactly. <laughs> fucking goddamn Chinese communists going into space stealing our satellites for exactly. gold. Well, melting down the copper wire. But in that case, it's the same thing. They could send a missile into like a big central hub in New York or something like a big communication. Oh yeah. Hub. Which is whatever. Well, they could just send a submarine to go down to the bottom of the ocean and torpedo the fucking line. Yeah, yeah, true. They wanted, hmm. but uh, that it's it's more like solar activity and solar radiation affecting satellites that uh, makes it somewhat unfeasible. Now, of course, Elon Musk has his Starlink thing, which you can actually buy now. You can buy Starlink What's internet. Starlink, I haven't it's heard about inter- that. It's internet from satellites. Oh. He owns all the satellites and beams internet through them. <coughs> um, apparently it's very fast but it can be very uh it's not always um like on it doesn't always quite work right it's kind of like remember like satellite tv sometimes they just go out for no fucking reason yeah yeah it's like it's kind of or shitty during a storm yeah exactly yeah it's kind of like that hmm. oh yeah it'll always be better to be hardwired in yeah absolutely yeah um so, so anyway back to well this is i was just looking at mayday but oh yeah yeah First, isn't doesn't Elon Musk kind of you feel the things he does kind of remind me of a movie? What movie? Oh, fuck, he seems like Tony Stark. <laughs> no, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Tony Stark. Really, wow, kind of Tony's cunt. Well, no. Here's the thing: is using bullshit, you know, comic books to interpret your reality is a bad go. Okay, but try and relate them to anything else we've never seen somebody like that uh how about um the rockefellers the owners of like standard oil oh yeah well but they had did they innovate the same way uh they just sold no, but they oil. controlled everything they sold oil they innovated oil production <coughs> they owned um massive amounts of paper like newspaper companies uh invested heavily in radio yeah it's uh it's not that it's nothing new it's just this guy is, uh, he's funny. <laughs> That's so, true. He's, he's sarcastic. Yeah, so he's yeah. like. And oh. mi- mildly autistic. Oh, yeah. Which is the best part. Yeah. Yeah. No, I remember, so I, oh, there was someone commented something about, wow, like, wow, we're literally living in the, in a comic book. I'm like, you got to stop using comic books and fucking children's movies to interpret your reality. Like, for God's sakes, grow up. Yeah. It's like you compare everything to superheroes and shit. Like <coughs> you will never intellectually get past the age of thirteen. Yeah, but I I do understand where they're coming from. Oh, like, it's I get, I get it. Superhero shit. I I get it. Don't get me wrong. It is an interpretation. It's just surface level. Yeah, and very um contrived. It's just like it's like oh well look. Oh, he's like this comic book character that, you know, is also owned by a billion-dollar corporation and is being beamed into our heads for the last 20 years. Yeah. You know, there's more <coughs> prudent ways to interpret what Elon Musk is. Yep. Um, but yes, he uh, did shoot a car into space. <laughs> <laughs> so it is It is very much like we're living in a fucking movie. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. He, he does do some wild shit. And just the, thing he sa- the things he says, yeah. you know. I've never seen somebody of that wealth to say goofy shit like that, yeah. which is which I really like. I think it's the best part. Well, of yeah, this is like, oh, this guy's just human. Yeah, 
He just goes on Twitters and says wild shit like his uh, Coca-Cola tweet. Oh, yeah, he said he was going to buy Coca-Cola and put the Coke back in it. <laughs> put the Coke back in Coca-Cola. You know, put, put a little bit of that third stall uh, icing sugar back <laughs> in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> These couple nose sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to buy Coke and put the nose sandwiches well, back it, in it. it comes in a little sandwich bag. That's a nose sandwich right there. <laughs> yeah. Put the Coke back in Coca-Cola. Yeah, hell yeah. He's a wild character. Sure is. It's definitely, it's fun to be a, you know, we can see that as it unfolds. We're we're alive during this time. That's mm. kind of interesting. Well, I mean, there's always, history has, there's a few ways to interpret history. There's what they call uh, social theory, and there's also what they call great man theory. Uh, great man theory is like sort of an outdated form because right. people don't want to, people in the modern day don't want to study history through a few key examples. Right. We, we have enough information now about things that we can actually study history through large processes through like, you know, we can study the Roman era through its manufacturing. Right. Like we can actually like physically see <clears throat> where they had. Um, massive pottery factories, that yep. sort of shit. Yep. And then you go, oh, I wonder what it was like to be a, just a Roman dude, go to the pottery factory and work. Yeah, You know, you can study it that way, or you can study ancient Rome uh, through its great men. It's like, oh, well, Nero fucking killed Christians, and, well, and Augustus established the empire. You know, that's one way to study history, and, and you it's can, good. And but you can study uh, through their infrastructure, too. They had, like, ancient Rome had beautiful... Yeah, infrastructure. Right, beautiful. Uh, and there's two ways to study that. You you can study the great men who said who commissioned the building of those roads, or you can study, um, like the archaeological remains and the, uh, whatever sources you can find on the actual dudes who built those roads. Yeah, that's one way to study it. So, looking at our time period now, we have sort of two ways to study our history here. We can like study history through Elon Musk because he's such a central figure and such a, a powerhouse of insane shit. Yeah. Or we can study our time through, um, essentially through the, the, the little people, the, the greater social trends of yeah. things, the yeah. way the internet is affecting everybody, yeah. affecting all of society. And how everybody is, you know, like we, we, we both sit here with a, a couple of computers, a couple of laptops. Yeah. Like, like we can study... Weird. We can study the manufacturing processes of laptops. Yeah. That's one way. Or we can study how uh, how a few key engineers, famous engineers, designed certain microchips. Yeah. There's two ways to study that. Interesting. So, yeah. And it's how it affects the, everybody. Exactly. Uh, the positives, the negatives. Exactly. The greater historical trends that affect society. Yeah. You know, how uh, having Jeff Bezos beam sissy porn into uh, <laughs> every man's head for the next 20 years, how that's going to affect uh, reproduction rates in the world. <laughs> it's already affecting Japan pretty bad. Oh, yeah. Has been for years. <laughs> Ever since the nuclear bombings there, they've been drawing Hello Kitty and shit. <laughs> yeah. Ever since it got real fucking hot that one day in 1945. <laughs> in two days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. About a week later, it got hot again. <laughs> yeah. The heat wave, <laughs> about a ten-minute heat wave. <laughs> yeah, imagine like uh, if you were to factor in the atomic bomb on Hiroshima and just made that factored that into the average over the past hundred years. It's like man, Hiroshima is like on average is like twenty-five degrees hotter than anywhere else on Earth <laughs> yeah. over the past hundred years. I wonder why. I wonder why. 
Yeah, it got a little hot there. People got a sort of a sunburn. I think that's what it was. Sunburn. <laughs> well, Japanese people don't use sunblock, so. Yeah, what was the UV index that day? Uh, about three million. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It wasn't just UV. On it was like X-rays of, and gamma rays. I think the scale is one to seven, and I think it was about a four, 74. Four billion. <laughs> yeah, four. This fucking gotten gamma rays shooting through people's <laughs> brains. It's not so good. The worst part is... Yeah, what was the gamma radiation index that day? Oh, pretty, yeah, 12, pretty high. 12. Yeah. <laughs> well, usually gamma ray index is a zero. So anything above that is pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. It's really interesting looking at, just on the topic of Japan and nuclear disaster, the way in which... Uh, America looks at nuclear technology and the way that Japan looks at nuclear technology. And you can see it through, like, their art and stuff. Yeah. You know, in America, you have, like, the Hulk. Yeah. Or the Fantastic Four, right? Yeah. They get blasted with radiation and they turn into superheroes. <coughs> Saviors of, uh, of society. Yeah. Right? See, it, it recognizes nuclear technology as a, uh, a force for good. Yeah. Whereas in Japan, they have uh, Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> and you they can't have a help. real negative look towards and i wonder why yeah yeah i've never thought about that <laughs> they got a fucking lizard that uh shoots gamma rays out of its fucking mouth and burns down tokyo <laughs> it's like, mm, i wonder why they feel that way about yeah, yeah. nuclear technology <laughs> interesting yeah so that's weird huh <laughs> well maybe we should go back to volcanoes <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah. We've been a bit of a tangent there so we were talking about, um, so like the biggest uh, eruptions in the last like 40 years, allegedly says here, so I'm reading about the Hunga Tonga one that happened like two months ago. Where was that? Uh, near, near Tonga. Um, Which like, is close to? Uh, New Zealand. Oh. Like okay. it's one of those Polynesian right, islands. Right, right, So anyway, um, uh, let's see here. So the most recent eruption, January 2022, generated a tsunami that reached as far as the coast of Japan and the Americas, and the volcanic plume reached 58 kilometers into the mesosphere. Where the fuck that is? Preliminary data indicates that the event was probably the largest volcanic eruption in the world since 1991, uh, the eruption of Mount Pinatubo in the Philippines. Um, so it's definitely up there. It's not on this list that we have here yet. Uh, I don't know what it's ranking is though on that yeah. on that volcanic eruption like list yeah i don't know it doesn't sh it doesn't tell us yet oh here hold on <coughs> uh it might say here no there's i guess they're still crunching the numbers i don't know um but uh on this list we have here the most recent volcanic uh eruption with like a large, you know, like a, a very large eruption, was the uh, Puyehue Cordon Kali, uh, whatever the fuck that is. So uh, there's a uh, there's four volcanoes that are all right next to each other, and uh, I think that's in like Peru or some shit, and it blew up in 2011. Oh, Chile. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. so it exploded in 2011, and it was a five on the volcanic scale. Um, what is the What's the highest, like on that scale? What? Did uh, but didn't it show eight? Uh, yes. I think that was at least that's the highest that I've seen on that list. Yeah. Um. The. Uh, hold on. Here. You know, technically, 
isn't there a chance of like okay let's say it's a scale of one to eight we've only experienced or recorded a maximum of eight but i mean isn't there a possibility of it being higher oh yeah (laughs) well they think like if uh you know what if like what if like the congo just decides to turn into lava like just instantly just turn into lava just crack it's like what is that on the list (laughs) the earth just like cracks open and spews lava out of the congo it's like was that like a nine is that a 10 <laughs> yeah is it, what is that a 9.7 9.7 because uh, this is a, like it's a logarithmic scale right so each number is like 10 times worse than the one before yeah like yeah. an eight is 10 times worse than the seven so it's like uh is is the earth cracking open only a nine <laughs> or is that a 10 is yeah, that 20 so times if worse an asteroid hit earth and split it into two is that like a 13 <laughs> it's probably a 13 it's probably like ah who's counting yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's counting I, i'm fucking i'm just cranking one out before the fucking ash cloud covers me <laughs> yeah. i got like five minutes before i'm dead yeah, so there i am who fucking enjoying cares? the last my last nut before i die <laughs> yeah or the last bit of sunshine before the earth is engulfed in yeah. a 25 year ash cloud <laughs> yeah mm, there i am with a little gin and juice listening to snoop dog before the internet completely crashes yeah before spotify quits working <laughs> yeah before we, there we are quickly uploading our last episode just <laughs> if crying. you're listening to us if you're listening to us don't worry uh we got a couple cases of coca-cola yeah the new elon musk cocaine coca-cola will be good for at least two weeks yeah we're good for two weeks we got we stocked up on supplies uh, stocked up on toilet paper <laughs> oh fuck yeah, so so this one I guess was pretty big. It was a five on the on the list. This on the, uh, on the Richter scale, isn't it? A Richter well, that's scale? a volcano. Volcano. Hold on, how the fuck does it work? Oh wait, Richter scale is earthquakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a vo- oh, volcanic explosive index, the VEI. Oh, that makes way more sense. So, and I think it works on the same principle of it being yeah, it's a logarithmic. So each number is a tenfold increase. Uh, so so a one it would be like times ten. Uh, a two is times one hundred. Three times one thousand, etc. Right. Oh, okay, got you. So, um, let's see here. Uh, <coughs> so okay, mount- so the highest is eight. Uh, so, When's oh, here one? it's got a list of like different volcanoes that fall in into these classes. So, so Mauna Loa in um, Hawaii is a zero because it just kind of leaks. Right. <laughs> this is kind of a leaky. And Krakatoa was a six. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So they they actually have names for the different numbers. So a zero is what they call the Hawaiian, because it's kind of just like a leaky. Oh it yeah, just, it just kind of spews. Spews out a little v- like lava, and it runs just, through your living room. Yeah, yeah. It takes out your car, but whatever. Yeah. Okay, that's a zero. Yeah, a one is a. They call it either a, a Hawaiian or a Strombolian, uh, named after uh, uh, Giuseppe the Fag Stromboli. <laughs> 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 no, it's uh, so that's like Mount Etna. Or uh, like those, um, like a, a you know, a, a Italian volcano. So right. there's like some ash and stuff, but it's not like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, then there's the Strombolian vol- Volcanian, which is a three, which would be like, uh, yeah, like Mount Etna sometimes. Uh, what else? Mount Vesuvius. Then uh, number four is a Palaean something or other. That'd be like, uh, let's see. Just a bunch of volcanoes that I have never heard of before. So that's a four. A five is, uh, they call it uh, cataclysmic, 
to be a Palaean Palinian. It's ca- uh, cataclysmic in nature. The plume is typically greater than 10 kilometers. Um, allegedly, Mount Vesuvius exploded that way in 79. That was uh, in 79 AD. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the one that covered Pompeii. So okay. that was a five, they estimate. Um, a six, they call that colossal. And that would be like Krakatoa in 1883. Right. Mount Pinatubo in 91. Um, that sort of size. And uh, a seven, they call it super colossal. That would be Mount Tambora, 1815, which caused, they, they call it the year without a summer. It launched enough ash and shit into the sky that it blocked the sun out enough to cause like worldwide crop uh, failure. Oh, wow. There was like, in, in England, they, they had snowfall in, uh, in like June and July. You know, it probably wouldn't hurt to be a bit of a, you know, a disaster preparer. Have at least six months worth of, you know, canned goods. You don't want to, some of those people, like you've ever watched, uh, what is it, Doomsday? Doomsday Preppers. Preppers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they have like 20 years of canned food. It's like, okay, let's just chill out here. But it probably wouldn't hurt to be like, you know, it wouldn't hurt to have three, four months worth of canned, canned, canned goods in your in your house. Corn beef. Probably wouldn't hurt. Beef jerky. Lots of ground beef in the freezer. Yeah, but if you've got no electricity, how are you keeping that frozen? That's right. Hmm. Oh, that's okay. The volcanic winter will keep it cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just so, throw it outside. But imagine, so Krakatoa, 1883. Yeah. Imagine, so that's in Indonesia, but imagine you're living in Indonesia or like a, you're 200 miles away. Mm-hmm. Imagine seeing that cloud. It's like, what in the fuck is that? Yeah. And having... No idea what's going on. You're well, just like, then, well, well, first you get hit by a tsunami. <laughs> the, so the first Lord's all, mad. So first you survive drowning. If you survive that, because maybe you live in the highlands, yeah. then you're like, okay, that was fucked. And then you see this cloud coming and you're like, oh, 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 the Lord cometh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, fuck. The time is nigh. <laughs> so then, you know, you just go around and start raping because you know you're a sinner and you're going to hell anyway. So <laughs> yeah. you're just like, well, fuck it. You stole bread. And you're like, well, I'm going to hell, so I may as well go to hell properly. So you start stealing from Dutch people, <laughs> the Dutch rich people in Indonesia. Start setting the Dutch boats on fire. Yeah. You're burning here too, bud. We're all going to heck. It, the, cl- the cloud's coming, the cloud of Satan. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Mount, Mount Krakatoa, that explosion was a, that was a six. But the, uh, the highest on the list is eight, and that's like the Yellowstone uh, super volcano when that that exploded in 630,000 BC yeah uh, and that they estimate that it it covered parts of the Midwest America in like two three feet of ash oh shit um, yeah it's pretty bad they caught they estimated caused a, a volcanic winter that lasted between five and ten years wild yeah <clears throat> and possibly initiated the the last ice age the last glaciation period yeah. how how would we survive oh here yeah. oh we're fucked they well there's geological evidence to show that this like anything north of lethbridge yeah was covered in glacier <laughs> <laughs> during like the last ice so age you're telling me we got to move to lethbridge <laughs> well hopefully we can make it a little further south than that <laughs> like in tombstone arizona or something Milk River. <laughs> <laughs> Cody, Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, uh, 
I'm trying to think of southern Alberta towns farther south than Lethbridge. Oh, we got uh, we got. Uh, What's the border crossing there? Oh, Coots, Sweetgrass, Coots. Yeah, yeah. make it down to Coots. That's where we're living. That's where we're going if this all goes south. But see, then, but north. see, Lethbridge becomes the new Yellowknife. Oh God, we got to go with like Mexico City or something. Yeah. No, I think I'm just gonna kill myself. I think that's an option. Oh, I don't think so. I think I'll just become a. <laughs> I'll become an Inuit. <laughs> like I'm getting the park out. I'm seal hunting. Yeah, like <laughs> like 800 miles away from any ocean. But I'm gonna yeah, hunt you're seals. Gonna seal hunt in Kiever's Lake. <laughs> well, I'm gonna hunt. I'm gonna ha- hunt land whales. <laughs> then become a human cannibal. Yeah, and hunt fat people. You know, hunt land whales after a rebels game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying. <laughs> Them bitches run on diesel. <laughs> Uh, nice <laughs> yeah no it, they like this whole area probably 20,000 years ago would have been under ice yeah so uh, the fact that it's not under ice now is just a fucking miracle but if like Yellowstone explodes like some scientists say it might uh, then uh, I think we're kind of fucked for a little while oh yeah it's gonna be rough it's gonna be a bit of a setback for the human race we're gonna be uh, slugging it out here yeah so you know well, if that happens, I'm just going to start up my own, like, warlord county. I'm going to be like, I'm the Count of Nihil. Yeah, I think the problem is uh, America is quite heavily armed. Yeah. Which is a problem. Yeah, but they're pussies, and they're stupid. <coughs> you know how you get them on your side? You promise them burger. <laughs> what does Alberta have? Beef. Burger. We have the meat to make of the burger. Yes. We promise the American the burger... And they give us their loyalty and weapons. And then we conquer vast swaths of the American Midwest, <laughs> centering our capital in the city of Billings, Montana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it> was <laughs> the capital of a new empire. Yes, yes. Yeah. Storm the white, build a new White House in Billings. Yeah. Wait, isn't Billings a. Uh, it's the capital of Montana, I think, right? Yeah. No, is Billings... In, no, Billings is Idaho, isn't it? No, it's Montana. Oh, my God. Go ahead and look at it. Billings is uh, Montana. God, we are dumb as fuck. No, you are dumb as fuck. No, 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 we. Oh, Why yeah, Billings we? is Montana. Yeah. I mean, we. Just try to drag me into this. You've been to Montana. Yeah, you're, you're my brother. It's fine. <laughs> Billy's. Billy's. Oh, that's our new capital, Billy's in Red Deer. Oh, yeah, it is. I'm an idiot. My bad. My bad. Yeah, Billings, Montana. Oh, looks lovely this time of year. Yeah, I don't know. About Wait, that. how far is Billings from uh, Yellowstone? Or oh, pretty from, close from uh, where that volcano is. Oh, pretty close. Yeah, we're okay. actually we're in the we're in the hot spot. Okay. We're in the danger zone. Really, here. we should be going east, which is the problem. <sighs> I don't really want to go east. Why don't we? Why don't we go all the way east <coughs> what and if actually we go, go, what go if west? We go west, yeah. Go to Japan. Oh no, I was thinking. What if we get on the other side of the mountains, like into BC? Do you I'm think thinking we just cross the oceans. I say bit? we fucking conquer Hawaii or some shit. I think the mountains w- would protect us a little bit. We get a lot of west winds here. Eh, it would be warmer on the coast if you go to the coast, but then you're near Vancouver. Yeah. And if you're in Vancouver, you might as well just go to Hong Kong. True. We what if you live on that west coast, but you go north, like halfway halfway up the coast? Oh, like Prince Rupert. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the move. Maybe go to Prince Rupert. Yeah, it's going to get cold, though. It's going to be cold. There's going to be a, a volcanic winter. Yes. It's going to be very nippy. 
but it actually probably won't be any worse than it is here now. But we can hunt deerts and we can build a log house. That's true. We can have a potlatch. There's like native folk there. Yeah. I said we we just crank up the the Salish coast slaving system again. Yeah, we just to hunt, start enslaving hunt. people. Oh no no no! We we don't need to do that. Guys. Why? That's what they did. <laughs> they were good at it too. Because we're Since, better than that, Gump. Oh, you th- you think so high and mighty yourself? <laughs> we're not better than that. Well, if push comes to shove, I'd be enslaving fools. Yeah, yeah. I say we crank that shit back up, rev up those friars, boy. <laughs> start up the Salish Coast slave markets again. <laughs> Going, we're just paddling down the coast in our war canoes. Yeah, fucking taking whole villages as slaves, selling them to other villages. Chop, yeah. taking our hatchets, making totem poles and shit. Yeah, that'd be fucking tight. I'm in. I'm in. Doesn't that sound awesome? Yeah, that sounds... <laughs> All right, we got a plan. We got a plan B. That's plan B. What's plan C? Uh, plan C for me is we're moving to Japan and becoming samurai. Yes. Samurai. Samurai. The last... Uh, Rexus. <laughs> yes. I drive a Rexus. <laughs> I'm going to become a samurai. Well, they got enough uh, plutonium in there. They'll probably build some, build some nuclear... Uh, plants some power plants in japan yeah yeah i don't know if they have any plutonium or uranium my bad i don't think they have any of that what well they, they did they, they, have they, to, they have to buy it they have to buy it from other countries uh, they don't have any there no it's not it's there's only a few <coughs> spots in the world that have nuclear shit we have a bunch kazakhstan right. is the largest producer of uranium in the world uh united states the congo and some parts of russia Interesting. I think it's like the big, the big producers of uh, uranium in the world. It's really fascinating. I wrote a so I wrote a history paper on the Manhattan Project and like w- international involvement yeah. in that project. And it's, you look at it and you realize that was a that was an international thing. Like there was everyone in the Allies was working on that project. We yeah. had scientists down there. Britain had scientists in the Manhattan Project. We provided part of the uranium for for those early nuclear reactors. Interesting. Came from a town called Port Radium in uh, uh, Northwest Territories. Yeah. Uh, that town started up mining uranium. Uh, mining well, radium. Haven't we talked about this? That town that, uh, well, they heat their whole town with hot water off of... Oh, that's in Russia. Oh, that's Russia. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's today. Right. This is like 1940s. Anyway, okay, carry on. So in Port Radium, that town was founded... Uh, around a radium mine, they used to mine radium to make uh, glowing watches and shit. Like yeah. you make paint out of it and it glows in the dark. Yeah. So uh, that's that's what they did there. They mined all this radium. Well, they had all this extra shit that they didn't need. Turned out it was uranium ore. Well, they found out that the Americans wanted uranium ore to build fucking nuclear bombs. Yeah. So they went and remined all of their slag heaps yeah. and sold the uranium ore to the United States. <laughs> yeah. How did they... Uh like, how do you work with that shit as just a uranium ore? It's, as, is it volatile as an ore? Yeah. It's, it's radioactive as an ore. It's not, uh, it, it, it's not as radioactive as pure, like, uranium-235 or something, yeah. but it is, it is radioactive. And if you breathe in the dust, that's what um, that's what will kill you. Okay. Yeah. It itself, if you are wearing protective, like, equipment or whatever like protective clothing you'll be fine it's the the problem is, is when you get that stuff in your lungs because then it's inside your body and right. and is irradiating the cells in your body 
your skin is actually thick enough to stop the radiation like you could hold a chunk of of uh uranium ore in your hand yeah and you'd probably be okay you'd be okay but if you held it with bare hands and then went to go take a piss later and it had a little bit of residue uranium you know then now you you got uranium dust on your cock (laughs) next thing you know your cock is shrinking huh interesting that's yeah that's the issue is that uh if you if you can wear a like rubber gloves and you're fine but it's when it's refined that it becomes dangerous because then it's fissile. It's it's way more concentrated. Yeah. And the uranium the the chain reaction of uh nuclear decay is much more pronounced. Because it's just all jam packed in the Because one. you have a bunch of these unstable atoms all close together. Yeah. And they're every once in a while one of them uh decays into something else and it releases a bunch of radiation and then and then it'll help it'll make a bunch of other ones decay. Uh, and that's essentially like a, a, how a, the nuclear bomb works is right. that you have a critical mass of uranium that uh, starts a, a nuclear chain reaction. Yeah. So one atom explodes and it causes all the other atoms to explode so quickly that it, uh, you know, kills a bunch of Japanese so, people. So, na- <laughs> so natural decay of uranium is a slow process. Very but, slow, yeah. But if you ignite... If you, have, if you have very refined uranium and you have enough of it and you uh you can trigger the reaction then it will just it will detonate but will it not trigger the reaction on its own um or it naturally decaying it just is a slow reaction how like that i don't get like you, okay so in order for an atomic bomb to work you have to initiate the reaction but if it is it not decaying and reacting all all on its own so it is. It is decaying on its own. There's a concept called critical mass. Right. If you have a critical mass of uranium, it will um, spontaneously uh, decay. Right. What uh, these nuclear bombs? What they do is they have they have enough. The very, the most uh, the most simple design, like the little boy. Yeah. Nuclear bomb. How it was designed was you had a bullet made of uranium, and uh, a target made of uranium. The target was a lot bigger. Right. Essentially what you do is you shoot the small piece of uranium at the large piece. Right. The minute those two touch, it becomes a critical mass right. because now there is enough uranium in a central Oh, so it takes a certain o- it takes a certain amount of uranium exactly. to cause a a chain reaction. Exactly. Okay. So let's say let's say it takes 2 pounds of uranium for I'm just yeah. trying to put this in the simplest form for me to understand yeah but so let's say it takes two pounds in order to cause a chain reaction and an explosion so let's say you have a pound and a half sitting at one end of the missile yeah and half a pound on the other end and you shoot that half pound into the one and a half pound block it then it becomes the two pound critical mass that you need and it instantaneously so uh, like the big boy did they have like four or five blocks no so the big boy is a completely different uh design right they called uh uh, it's called an implosion device, and it uses plutonium. Oh, which oh, which okay. is uh, it, it's a totally man-made atom. Right. It's only we've only found it in nuclear reactors. We, right. we make it. So, how it works is you take a, uh, a a subcritical mass of plutonium, and you have it in a essentially you put it in a sphere of dynamite right. or TNT or something some explosive. Right. 
you instantaneously explode all of the uh, chemical explosive. It creates a pressure wave that compresses the uh, plutonium yeah. so much that it, it lowers its critical mass. Right. The atoms become closer together because they get so compressed. Yeah. And uh, when that happens, it, it uh, starts the chain reaction. Oh, okay. So you take, so maybe, so plutonium's uh, a critical mass is two pounds. You take a, a pound and three quarters of plutonium and compress it with an explosion, it lowers its critical mass value. Right. Um, and, and so then its critical mass becomes a pound and three quarters when compressed. Right. Boom. Then you have the, uh, the chain reaction and uh, there goes Nagasaki. Right. And it becomes, and it's a far more powerful explosion. Yeah. Like, and then it's a nuclear explosion. Right. Releasing the power of atoms. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Well, so that's how those bombs work. Thermonuclear bombs inv- are, uh, are fusion weapons. Right. So what they do is they have a, a little plutonium bomb, right. one of those little compression ones. Yeah. They have that at the, at, in the center of the bomb. And then around it, they fill it with uh, deuterium. Okay. Which is a... Uh, it's a form of hydrogen. It's an isotope of hydrogen. So it's, um, I th- believe, deuterium is two hydrogens stuck together, but uh, mi- missing. How does it work? I can't remember. Yeah, it's two hydrogens stuck together, but missing some atoms or, or missing some electrons or some shit. Okay. And uh, basically, they are very. Uh, it, it's the easiest thing to make fuse. Into, into helium. Right. So uh, you fill a, a bomb with that. You detonate the plutonium charge. It creates enough heat to cause the deuterium to fuse into hydrogen, releasing even more radiation and heat and energy. Right. And that's how you get a, a hydrogen bomb. So a fusion bomb is far more powerful than a, mm. than a fission? Yeah. No, fission bomb. Yeah. It's much more powerful, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the largest one they ever exploded was uh, was the Tsar bomb. That's right. In, uh, was in Russia, the, was it? Was that was off the coast of Russia, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, or in was the Arctic it in, Ocean. Right. Yeah. It was. Uh, they have a. There's an island up there that they fucking blew a hole into. It was. Uh, it was about fifty. It was fifty megatons. So it was like the equivalent of like two thousand Hiroshima bombs, <laughs> all in one spot. They Shit. actually, when they dropped it, because it was still in the time where they, like, missile technology hadn't been, really been developed yet. Yeah, yeah. When they dropped it, they, it was from a plane. Yeah. And they actually had to put a parachute on it so that the guy in the plane could fly away before it exploded and yeah. get out of range. <laughs> they had to slow its descent because he couldn't get away fast enough. And, and even then, they're like, You're, you might get caught. <laughs> and he's like, ah, it's okay. For the love of Mother Russia. It's okay. My name's Ivan. I'm drunk. <laughs> what the fuck do I care? Give me a fifth of vodka. I'll get her done. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Wild. It is wild. Couple of, couple of goobers trying to figure their way out through the Manhattan Project. Manhattan? That shit was in New Mexico. Why do they call it Manhattan Project? <laughs> yeah. Beats me. Yeah. Yeah, there was a... Uh, there was lots of Canadians who worked in the Manhattan Project. There's uh, famously uh, uh, Louis Slotin, right, who uh, died in 
48 or something like that because of a thing called the Demon Core. Okay. So they had a, a bunch of plutonium that um, was like, it was subcritical. Uh, there's like two pieces of it. Oh, there was a dome of plutonium and, no, how did it work? No, no, it was a dome of beryllium, which is a, uh, it blocks the uh, the neutrons right. from, basically it slows down that nuclear decay process, right? right? So they had this dome of beryllium over top of a bunch of plutonium and... Uh, I can't remember exactly what happened. It was being held above it with a like a screwdriver used as a wedge, and uh, this guy was just fucking around, and I don't know he fucked up and caused like a a uh, a small reaction that released like just a bunch of X rays and gamma rays and stuff, and uh, he died like three days later. <laughs> and the funny part is, it happened again not long after that. <laughs> yeah, they call it the Demon Core. Oh, geez. And I think Lewis is his name Lewis Slotten or so that he. Uh, he was like one of the first casualties of the Manhattan Project. Oh, shit. Yeah. Huh. It's fascinating. Uh, Nuclear technology. It's cool shit. Yep. That's the power of the gods. I just made that up. No, oh, but what are you, what are you, fucking Oppenheimer now? <laughs> yeah. I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Powerful. Oh, oh wow. I hate Robert Oppenheimer. You know why? Because they call him the father of the atomic bomb. Should be Enrico Fermi. Enrico Fermi is the guy who proved that you can split atoms. Oh. He is the father of all atomic technology. And he's Italian, for Christ's sake. He's that's Italian, our, That's our lineage right there. That's our people. That's our people. Fucking but, en- Enrico, but typical, Enrico the retard Fermi. <laughs> typ- typical Italian fashion. He was like, oh, I can split the atom. Huh. Time for some wine. <laughs> yeah. Fucking uh, some ate wine. Some until he died. Piece of, piece of bread with some olive oil. Typical Italian. Olive oil. Couldn't follow through. <laughs> oh, he, he worked on the on the Manhattan Project, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was a key figure, actually. But they don't give him the credit because he's a fucking, he's a paisan like he's you and dirty me. Dirty wop. He's a fucking paisan like you and me. And they always are pressing the paisan. <laughs> uh, fucking, that's what I'm saying. Hey, Rico. Rico the retard in Fermi. <laughs> no. In Fermi? No, Fermi. Enrico Fermi. The real father. The real father of the bomb. Well, brother. Shit, we've been going for like an hour and hour 20 and minutes. Half, hour, hour and a half, half, something like that. Hour and 20 minutes. Oh, that's it's pretty good. Let's wrap this bitch up. All right. Cool. I got I got uh, just a Gump Recommends segment, which I do at the end of every show now. Uh, I got a movie, a song, and an album for everybody. The movie to watch this week, uh, The Witch, uh, director Robert Eggers. This is the guy who did The Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is uh, uh, Willem Dafoe and yep. Robert Pattinson. Yep. This is a movie he did in 2015. Uh, with the, it has the lady from uh, The Queen's Gambit who stars in that. She also stars in this. Um, yeah, it's a very good film. I like it. Song of the Week, Space Cadet by Kyus. K-Y-U-S-S. Uh, they're like a 90s alternative rock band. It's a pretty good song. And the album of the week, Mac DeMarco's Two. You know Mac DeMarco? I'm not sure. I don't he does that know. song, Freaking Out the Neighborhood. No, I never heard it. Or uh, uh, My Kind of Woman. You're my, 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 my kind of woman. Maybe, yeah, yeah. 
I think I have heard that. Whoa, baby. Do, 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 do. Oh, man. Do, 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 no, I don't do. know if I have heard it, Gump. It's good. I'll have to he, give it a listen. Hey, he's from Edmonton. Hey, Gump recommends. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's that's my recommendation for the week. Do what you will. You don't have to listen to it, but if you don't, I'll feel, feel very sad. It's a recommendation. It's in order. <laughs> If you do don't it. listen to it, I'm coming to your house. <laughs> yeah. Standing out in front of your house with a boombox held above my head playing it. Oh, no, that's far too nice. I have greater plans. I'm going to tie you to a chair, put headphones on your head, and blast Mac DeMarco into your fucking skull until you like it. <laughs> Psychotic. Psychotic people be like. Excellent. Fantastic. Thanks for joining us, folks. Take care. Peace out.